welcome back to the Trees and Nylon podcast. My name is Trees and Nylon. You can call me Trees. You can call me Nylon. You can call me T, whatever you want, really. Uh, just not my real name. Um, and I am joined today. Oh, wait. I'm supposed to do something where I read. Give me a sec, actually. I'm going to okay. I'm gonna read a review. Someone left me a review, and I want to read that real quick. Oh, nice. You can't, uh, you can't do that on Spotify, can you? It's just Apple. No, it's just Apple, sadly. I don't have a lot of reviews for that reason because like 85% of my listeners are on Spotify. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, before we jump into this amazing guest that I brought on for all of you today, I want to read a review left for me on the um, Apple Podcast store, I guess, storefront. Uh, Uzman on the run said it's his favorite podcast. And then he said, bring on THV for GSB. Uh, I'm trying. I've messaged him a few times about it, and he said, like, give me a little bit longer. Thank you. Uh, and if you want to leave me five stars in the Apple Podcast store, then I will also read your review um, as long as it's not anything awful. And now on to the guests. I know you're all waiting with bated breath. I'm joined today by a wildcard pick, um, a mystery man, someone that a few of you may know, but I would assume most of you will not. It's one of my friends uh, from around the area. I have Diego Kiros with me today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> it's a little awkward when I intro people like that. They they don't know when to like interject. So as I said, Diego, uh, you can shout out your your like handles first. Let people let people see what they're working with today because you are kind of like a mysterious figure, an unlocked character in a Lego Star Wars game. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess my main like social media is just my main Instagram, which is at Diego Kiros with two eyes and um that's, my vintage Kiros, store that's Kiro spelled q-u-i-i-r-o-z <clears throat> and um my vintage store is psyche archives which is just p-s-y-c-h-e archives nice so uh we'll give the people some time to go look at those how would how would you describe your style and how would you describe your like relation to corp core before we jump into like everything because you know i bring on right. fleece appreciation society and they're like oh it's the fleece guy i bring right, on this yeah. guy and they're saying trees and island what are you doing who's this <laughs> bozo <laughs> exactly what would you say your relation is um well i mean longtime supporter of the page of course because one of, of the course. first followers um, i think honestly i'm being honest i think your page was the first one i ever followed really yeah, here I can I can I can sort by earliest. Okay, no, <laughs> you were the you were the, like the third page I followed. I followed myself and I followed Amanda and then I followed you. But I did follow you third. Top three, yeah. Yeah, top three. Um, yeah, so I guess trees. You were the one who got me into like Gorp, but um, mm -hmm. the main thing that I would describe my style as is kind of just like. It's a lot of vintage and um, a lot of workwear as well. Uh, I like to like mix different things and take inspiration from different people. Um, mm -hmm. You're one of the people that I take a lot of inspo from. Oh, uh, thank you so much. And a lot of the pages that you post. Um, honestly, like ever since I interact with you, the, 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 your account the most. So it like mm -hmm. comes up a lot <laughs> and a lot of recommended accounts are, are turning into like Gorp. So I'm getting like more into it. But Ah, very good. Yeah, if I had to describe myself, I'd probably say it's more like surrounded like by vintage and I wear a mm -hmm. lot of denim. So 
then um you know rick owens jen and rick kids. yeah <laughs> do you actually have any rick owens or is it just a meme i do yeah i have a couple pieces from rick um nothing crazy i just have the uh like one of the basic dark shadow long sleeves and i have okay. a tote but oh nice yeah i don't actually use the tote i just kind of have it no that's fine you just need to save your own rick <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> yeah you have someone to back it up when someone on grailed comes for you exactly. um sweet so uh for anyone who isn't familiar this is the trees and nylon podcast um we talk about trees and also nylon um so diego would you like to talk about trees or nylon first i think it's got to be trees it's got to be trees very good choice very good choice so we're gonna start with trees uh and we're gonna move into progression of past present and future with your relationship to like the outdoors camping hiking anything like that and we can talk about the clothes afterwards yeah sounds good um <laughs> i guess yeah so in the past uh, it was something that i i didn't really enjoy because i was kind of forced into like hiking and camping as like a punishment it was mm -hmm. like sort of a disciplinary thing that like my parents thought it would like help straighten me out i guess <laughs> it was like going with like um like a, a boy scout organization like yeah. they had me uh get in there and i was kind of around people that i didn't want to be around and i just mm -hmm. felt like it was taking away from other things that i wanted to do yeah you're so, around the nerds no i get it you can say it <laughs> basically yeah and um around that time it was like when i just moved to georgia and i was mm -hmm. kind of like still adjusting so i think mm -hmm. they thought that it would help me like kind of just like get back into the groove of things yeah um and it was something that they kind of kept on the back burner. So like when I would do other things, it'd be like, if I would mess up or do something or like anything like that, they'd be like, okay, we're going to send you to this camping trip and you're going to have to do these things. Wow, type of situation. really? Yeah. Um, so I really, I really didn't like camping at all. Um, but that changed in eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, this happened like basically through my elementary school and like early middle school mm -hmm. um but in eighth grade like some of my best friends had the idea to like go on a camping trip and like mm -hmm. these weren't kids that were like that had been camping with before um they just like randomly had the idea and uh, I don't know if you've ever been but we went to Unicoi State Park um which is like in North Georgia and it's it's super beautiful I think I've been around it but I haven't actually like hiked through it yeah, it's it's pretty big to be honest. It's like there's a lot to see, mm -hmm. um, and the scenery was just amazing. And being around people that I wanted to be around in like that type of situation, it kind of like changed my whole perspective on it. So, I like started taking it more seriously, and I started enjoying it a lot more since then. And um, I mean, I've had some pretty pretty cool opportunities. Like I know I sent you a lot of pictures recently from South Dakota. Yeah. I went to the Badlands. yeah i posted some of them or i think those are yeah. from utah oh from utah yeah yeah recently i've had like a couple opportunities with like uh work and internship programs to get me out west so i've been able to see a lot of cool things uh the most recent ones were south dakota and the badlands mm -hmm. and yeah. um utah uh around ogden the like ogden area um i didn't have the opportunity to go to any like national parks or state parks like that but over the summer i don't we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit but, uh, 
I'm planning on uh, going to a lot. Oh, very nice. Well, yeah, you're going to be out there this summer, right? I am, yeah. That's going to be sick. Um, I'm going to be working, so it's like, mm. I don't know how much time I'm going to have, but they have a lot of national parks there and a lot of state parks, so hopefully mm. I'll be able to to get out there and really. Yeah, I'm thinking Utah. I don't think I know anyone like from the scene that lives in Utah. I think the closest is uh, Oregon. I think I think that's what Kyle, who was on earlier, I think he said he lives in Oregon. Yeah, Bend, Oregon. I don't know how close it is to Utah. I'm bad at maps. Is that close? Let's see. Mm, I think it's not like, really. Yeah, not, <laughs> not really. really. It's quite a drive, I think. <laughs> it is quite a drive. But anyway, yeah, that's going to be super sick. I think it's either Utah or Colorado that has, like, the densest population of national parks in one state, besides California, which is a giant state. But Yeah, California has different. the most, but I think, I think you're right. I think Utah is the densest. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, everywhere, like, everything. It's just so cool. And that's that's a part of a country I really haven't seen a lot of, like, the desert-type beat, you know, lots yeah. of, lots of, like rock formations and stuff like that i mean i saw some of the badlands but when i went to the badlands it was winter so it was all covered in snow which was a very different vibe than when you were there and it was all just yeah. like grassy and animals walking around i felt like i was in like a apocalypse this was just me walking through like miles of barren snow yeah i mean you feel like you're on mars like yeah it's really the, wild yeah the, the colors are just like incredible mm-hmm. i mean i've seen pictures i've never seen in real life sadly <laughs> um cool so that's kind of that's kind of the background you used to hate it and then you know you actually then wanted to go do it so you kind of enjoyed it uh what how often do you go outside nowadays how often do you touch grass <laughs> um I try to like give myself like time to go because mm-hmm. with like university it's like a lot of like yeah. work and I end up spending a lot of time inside um yeah. but I try to like schedule myself to like Get, like get out and like go on drives like to mm-hmm. places because yeah i live in a college town so like around the area that i live there's not a lot of like parks and things like that or like mm-hmm. exciting hikes or anything yeah. um but i've been able to to get out like a few weekends and sometimes like after class i'll be able to go uh the most recent place that i went to was uh brass town ball which is really cool oh, very nice getting yeah. back up yeah i've been there uh, when I was like a lot younger but it was mm. like during the time that I hated it so <laughs> I didn't appreciate it so going back was really yeah. cool isn't that the highest point in Georgia or something it is, like yeah that? very cool yeah I, that's that's pretty sick that's a place I haven't been either honestly like for as much as I go outside and talk about it I really have not been to a lot of these like big Georgia like state parks that people always talk about going to poser man I know actually I am <laughs> <laughs> no i just go to the smokies like every week that's that's a lie but like every year even then i go on the same hike so but anyway i feel like some of you like it um yeah so brass town bald um what's some other ones i don't even know i don't know if i want to dox you and say like what <laughs> college you go to or anything like that <laughs> but you're kind of like parallel to where i live honestly in like um latitude so yeah. we're kind of the same distance away from like North Georgia, Blue Ridge area. Mm-hmm. Let me see. It's probably super far from you. Um, there's a few out like on that side of Georgia, 
that are nice. I can send them to you later. But that's 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 nice. That's good stuff. Um, what about your future? You said you've mentioned going out to Utah and doing hikes out there and stuff. Um, and I mean, if, if you're just working a nine to five, you got the weekends free. You got yeah. Maybe um, like I a was sunset able- hike. Yeah, well, well, when I went out there, uh, originally, I only went out for like a week. It was like kind mm-hmm. of like an intro thing for what I'm doing in the yeah. summer. Um, but they took us on like a sunset hike up to like a, a ski resort. They have a little trail over there, which was super oh, very nice. Cool. Yeah. And um, there we were able to talk to some of the other like the interns that were there like for mm-hmm. the previous summer. And yeah. um, they were telling us about all the trips that they were taking. And so it like kind of like inspired confidence that I'll be able to like do some of the stuff that I want to do. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, that'd be super sick. Yeah. Because there's a lot to do out there. There really is. And it's crazy because there's a lot of, like, different climates in Utah. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's really strange the way that the 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 weather works there. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would assume, like, up by Salt Lake City. I've flown into Salt Lake City a couple times. And you fly, mm-hmm. like, straight up over the Great Salt Lake. And there's just mountains all around you. And then once you get... uh down low you've got all that like moab and canyon lands and just like the straight up desert down there which is pretty cool and then where's sand dunes that's in colorado i believe there's like a sand dune national park that's like pretty close to utah i believe which is also insane to think about that that's in america and not like texas (laughs) that's in america and not texas yeah, well, I'm saying, like, anyway, it's in northern, more northern than Texas. Because, like, when you think of the desert, I don't think of Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah, to check me on my own podcast, Diego? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, that that's very cool. Is there anything else you want to say about... Oh, actually, I do have a question. What's, like, a, a country you'd want to go to for hiking or camping or whatever oh it's got to be italy it's got to be italy it's got to be italy a lot of the um the stuff that i've seen recently i have like a whole like pinterest board i think <laughs> um of like the like italian countryside it just looks so beautiful to me um so i mean if i if i had to pick one right now it's, it's definitely what i would go with where where is the italian countryside what's like a city that's um so on the naples no where's what's like wine country what's there's like a name for it wine country in italy tuscany i think it's tuscany i think you're right yeah that's what i'm thinking of tuscany and there's another one sicily sicily yeah hmm I mean, there's a lot of wine. I'm looking at like a wine map of Italy. There's a lot. But yeah, Tuscany is, I think, what I was thinking of. Maybe. Sicily. Yeah, it looks, Tus- Tuscany and uh, Sicily are the two uh, two that I, I'm i thinking mm. of. You have on the Pinterest board. I do have on, yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. Sweet. Yeah, for me, I would say probably Italy, now that you mention it. Italy, like... <laughs> that area i mean man and i were talking about it like the the french and italian like countryside or like mm. oh amalfi coast the amalfi coast i think that's in france 
or maybe it's in Italy. Yeah, it's, it's Italian. That looks beautiful. And then um, I want to go back to Japan and hike in Japan. Japan would think, be crazy. Yeah. I think I've said that before, but and then like anywhere in Asia, honestly. But I know Japan. Uh, humble brag, I've been so like. If I would do it, I'd be like, okay, it's been like this many days in like Tokyo or Kyoto, and then I'd go up north into the other regions and hike Mount Fuji or something. I don't know. When you uh, when you went, were you able to do hiking, or was it just more like? No, it was yeah. it was strictly like I literally was only in Tokyo for like seven days. Okay. Only in Tokyo, yeah, which was still very cool. I could probably I could spend two weeks because i didn't even see everything in tokyo like i was only in like a few areas yeah that but anyway we can move on to the nylon portion the one i know you've been waiting for you want to get trees out of the way quick so you can get to something <laughs> you really care about <laughs> we can talk about your past present and future with clothing so go ahead and tell us how many supreme box logos you bought <laughs> hey all the supreme box logos i bought were a product of being friends with you so actually pretty much i mean so let's let's see i guess i'll start with yeah i mean like yeah let's start with the past so <laughs> i think i know we you guys talk about, a lot about pipelines in this podcast and i think <laughs> one that's really true and that holds true for everyone that i've talked to about it is the soccer oh. to archive fashion pipeline i like agree playing soccer and like investing in cleats and like that mm -hmm. kind of thing um it like just like the move from doing that to like getting into fashion is like so real. Definitely. I mean, it's kind of like, like sneaker culture for like basketball shoes, you know, exactly. it's just different lane. Yeah. And like, just like learning the like tricks to like how to finesse Nike to get the cleats free and all that stuff. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Like absolutely. all of that kind of just, I really think that a lot of that had to do with like me getting into clothes. Hmm. Um, for anyone, for anyone who doesn't know, the trick is, Nike has like a two-year warranty on every pair of shoes they make. So as long as you return the shoes within two years for like a, a fault of the shoe and not a fault of your own, like, oh, the sole ripped or like the cage broke on the shoe or something like that, they'll just give you a voucher for, um, they'll give you a voucher for that amount of shoe. And like, if you buy it online, they'll give you a voucher for like everything. So like I, you would, I would buy the most expensive pair of cleats. And I'm sure you did as well. Yeah. And it was like 275 bucks, like 300 with shipping. And they just give you a $300 voucher. Like every two years, you just get a yeah, new pair exactly. of cleats. It was, it's, it's a great life hack. I'm, I don't know if they've like changed their policy on that because I know that that became like a really big issue. That like oh, really? Doing that. Yeah. I don't know if that's an issue. Yeah. I mean, that's like a, it's a multi billion dollar company. Like, but I, I don't know if they, if they like did anything about it but yeah, um that was like my kind of like the first time that I cared about what I was wearing was cleats like in soccer and like mm -hmm. getting into that um and around that time so like that was around like middle school and around that time is I was like getting into like odd future I don't know if mm. you remember like loiter squad and all that yeah 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 um so I wanted to dress like Tyler the creator and like all of them <laughs> of course and so that i learned about supreme like through loiter squad because like they would wear it or whatever yeah and uh, Tyler was really know, sponsored like, by it for a while yeah right i think so um mm. 
and if if it wasn't i mean they were giving the free advertising like every episode like someone would be wearing a box logo or something mm-hmm. so that was like the first intro to it and then um i think the first piece that i ever saw in person was a tea that you bought really i think yeah because for, a lot of my supreme piece or a box logo supreme piece, yeah wow i don't remember what it was but i'm almost positive it was, it was yours i think the first thing i ever got from supreme that was like real that wasn't like an accessory yeah was probably the bottle cap tea in or navy right or was it in navy a navy supreme tea i had or was I had, it gray? i had i have a gray bottle cap tea i had the the ganesha tea that was another one i, I don't know which one came first but yeah it, it might have been one of those that was I, I didn't get either of those so i was like in college though i didn't get any supreme in high school i didn't get into it till like freshman year of college yeah yeah i think maybe it was like accessories or something but i distinctly remember mm. it was like you <laughs> and uh another one of our mutual friends that like kind of introduced me to the scene you can say and, his name he yeah, also well, yeah Vinny. yeah yeah he also um, introduced me to the scene as well the first piece i ever saw was his supreme undercover like the witches tea oh yeah had. and i was like this is the sickest thing i've ever seen because i just thought yeah. supreme was like just box logos and i saw there were actual other designs and i was like you gotta tell me everything and then <laughs> he told me about grail then it was all downhill from there yeah man yeah um, he so i remember distinctly like following him on instagram and seeing mm-hmm. the, like some of the fits and i was like this is insane because <laughs> um, it was just like so different than what like everyone else was wearing yeah uh, like around our area because i'm not going to dox anything but it's like pretty like vineyard vines type of country no bro you can say it we live in like uh metro atlanta i think it's fine. yeah 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 <laughs> metro <laughs> but, atlanta. Like, specifically like the the school and stuff was very like a lot of kids were in the the vineyard vines and the uh oh yeah southern like marsh type of <laughs> type of situation lots of lots of like patagonia cinchilla fleeces but for the wrong reasons for the wrong reasons exactly yeah yeah so they were so it was like now it's funny because like looking now like that's something that i would wear but i would wear it in a more intellectual way <laughs> 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 me explaining that my Patagonia yeah. fleece is being worn in a Gorp Corps <laughs> Patagonia way instead of a preppy Southern board boy, frat boy, Sperry way. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like before, before meeting Vinny and like before you and him got me into like grill and everything, it was a lot of, um, I had a lot of Sperry's and I would wear like the Nike socks with the Sperry's and like an odd future tee. And it was like an odd future tee. Wow. That yeah. is quite a fit, man. <laughs> I would try to like blend the styles that I like I was around. <laughs> it was rough, man. It was a rough time. <laughs> Odd future and Sperry's and like Nike <laughs> Elite socks. That's wild. And it was like it was wild because it was like an Odd Future tee purchased from Zoomies. And it'd be like, <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Walking but, um, to Zoomies with your vineyard vines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like a exploratory period i guess yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's got to everyone's got to yeah. explore themselves i uh may, I, maybe i know you like to do memes for the guests maybe i'll, I'll find a fit pick of of me one oh my like god that. please that'd be so that'd be so good i gotta find one but yeah it was <laughs> so yeah so tyler and supreme was like kind of the first like dipping my toes in the water and then mm-hmm. once i learned about grailed that was kind of, that kind of like opened the floodgates yeah 
in terms of like learning about brands and stuff mm-hmm. um, because they did they still do it now but before like on the homepage, I don't know if you remember they used to have like articles yeah um, like, as soon as you open the app so I started reading a lot about mm. like different like designers and stuff and around that time so actually this is pretty interesting you know Jacob Wallace or who is Jacob yeah 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 so one of the first things that I bought on Grilled, I didn't even realize this until like years later. I bought it from him. Oh wow. He, like his his like store. It's like uh-huh. not even active on Grilled anymore, I don't think. But uh-huh. um so like I saw that his like store had a lot of reviews. Mm-hmm. And so I looked him up on Instagram and then I found <laughs> his YouTube. And so um it was around the time when he was like really active like on YouTube. So finding him kind of introduced me to you remember jacob keller and like yeah, uh, yeah. Fernando. bare knuckles bare knuckles and that the guy who just wears all black yeah yeah they uh so they would make like the pickups videos and stuff and like fernando would talk a lot about number nine so i got mm-hmm. in super into number nine and like <laughs> undercover i couldn't yeah. afford any of it but i would just like know what it was yeah that and, makes uh, sense I kind of just kept following them like through high school. I would watch them on YouTube a lot. And so like Jacob, Fernando and Trevor are kind of like the reason that I like learned about a lot of this stuff. Mm. I'd be interested to know if this is an inherently like American thing. Cause like I, that was like a whole scene that happened like early YouTube days where there yeah. was like vloggers, pick up videos, that kind of thing. I know I have a lot of British listeners. Do you have an equivalent to that? Like Americana, like Americana, I don't know, Japanese brand. It's like a whole weird little niche that that kind of blew up here during that time yeah. of like early 2010s, I would say. Um, or maybe late 2010s, but yeah. Wild stuff. Um, yeah, so any 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 British people, let me know if you actually have something like that because... I can't I can't think of anything like that. I think the one who is like the most universal who I think probably like everyone's heard of is is Avery. Um, yeah. I can't the remember guy... his name right now. <laughs> Colum. Is that him? Um I'm gonna go on Instagram real quick. It was, it was guy... Geared Toward Gear was his YouTube channel. Geared toward gear. Yeah, Avery Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. of a different guy. Yeah. Yeah, watching watching like that progression and it was like it was cool because like watching their style evolve was crazy. Like mm-hmm. especially Jacob Keller, like going from the snapback videos to like vintage and <laughs> and the yeah. like, designer was really cool. It's the uh the snapback to vintage pipeline. <laughs> Not sure if that one's a pipeline, but it was definitely interesting <laughs> maybe. to watch. Maybe, maybe it's just like people evolving at the same time. But yeah, very cool stuff. Um, so you kind of talked about <clears throat> how you dress nowadays. I'd like uh, to get yeah. a little. Let's get a little bit more in depth. Let's talk about what people really want to hear about. How many art pieces do you have? How many Solomons do you have? Um, so I have one pair of Solomons. They're the mm. triple black XA Pros. 
the Gore-Tex. Okay. I'm not sure if yeah. all of the XA Pros are Gore-Tex, but the ones I don't that think I mine are. I think yours are the collab, though. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to flex. Oh, yeah, you. you know me. I, I yeah, do have yeah. the collab, <laughs> the organic lab collab. Uh, no big deal, but continue with whatever yeah. presents you bought. Yeah, mine are the uh, the ones. I found them. At, I actually bought them in Utah. Uh, mm-hmm. when i went out for that that uh short trip they had there's like an outlet that was right by the hotel that i was staying at it was like i think you would you would like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you could go say crazy it. in there but yeah yes yeah, <laughs> it's um it's like a solomon and arcteryx like joint oh wow uh, outlet store uh so it was cool i went in there um i got the xa pros Mm-hmm. He's, I put, I think I've posted them three times because I, I love them so much, but they're like the most comfortable shoe that I own. And um, they had some samples there, which was cool um, for both Solomon and Arcteryx. But the two samples that I bought were the uh, the Arc NDAT, um, mm-hmm. which is funny because it's like, a, it's, I know that's like a general release tee, but yeah. um, I have the sample version. So oh, what, what makes it a sample? Like the color of it? Uh, so I think it's the cut of the shirt that's different. Um, I think they were playing around with the measurements and it. It's uh, it's more boxy than I, I think the other ones are. Um, mm-hmm. The measurements like on the website are like different than the ones on, on mine. So I think the mm. print is the exact same. The tag I, like, is the same. I like that though. I like a, yeah. I like a nice boxy tee. Yeah, it's super nice. I uh, wear it a lot. And uh, I just got another, it's another tee that just says Arcteryx on it, so. Oh, very nice. Yeah, the NDAT was one of the first ones. I have like a screenshot actually. Um, I sent to Amanda and I was my girlfriend, by the way. So for anyone that has girlfriends, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I sent to her when I was first getting into Arcteryx. I was like looking for the least expensive thing I could buy that still had a logo on it. And I saw the NDAT and I was like, this one's only $40. Like, is that good? Is that a normal price for a t-shirt? I'm so like poisoned by fashion that I have no idea what's normal these days. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was one of the first pieces that I actually, um, I thought it was really cool design. And a lot of Arcteryx designs are kind of boring. So it was nice to see something a little bit more out of the box. Yeah. I think they're super traditional with like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the designs that they do. Yeah, very minimalist, very traditional they're not they're not what's the word i'm looking for they're not trying to get too outside the box for a lot of it yeah and i think um well i mean do you want to talk about the the jill sander collab yeah i have that written on the notes we can talk about that since we're already talking about arcteryx yeah um so one thing that i i like liked about arcteryx was Mm -hmm. when i first heard about them was the uh the whole fiasco with the off-white show oh yeah Virgil used them with like without permission yeah he like cut up an Arcteryx beta and threw it on Gigi Hadid I think or Bella one of the two I think they were both in the show so Mm -hmm. yeah but um there was like that whole thing and then uh they came out I liked I really liked how they came out with the statement that said like he used it without our permission and like we have no association with Off-White yeah I really liked that because um like a lot of other brands would normally just be like, yeah, let's just embrace this, slap an ARC logo with a Mona Lisa on the back and sell it with Virgil yeah. for like $400. Yeah. So like to see them sticking with the, um, like their values was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What does that lead to? The off-white thing? Are you going to say that now Jill Sanders is kind of just like 
the new off-white oh no uh, no <laughs> i actually i only have positive things to say about the collab okay um, cool. i just i wanted to like throw that out there that it was like i'm glad that they didn't immediately just like go to to sell selling out, out. Chill. Yeah, yeah yeah um so a couple of like notes that i have about the collab uh mm -hmm. one thing that i noticed about it was it's moving like towards it's very genderless when you yeah, look yeah. at the pieces um, definitely the only difference between the men's and women's and for the jackets and the the bib um mm -hmm. is the measurements and uh it's not even about like like changing for a bust or something like that it's just for like like size wise so yeah the women's small is like slightly smaller than the men's small but it's like mm -hmm. that everything is pretty much the same which i like um because i really think that like gorp is a style that like anyone can wear and anyone mm -hmm. can look really good in definitely so i was pretty like happy to see that um <clears throat> i do think that this should be like an ongoing collaboration mm -hmm. um I think it's it's pretty like the two brands go with each other really well pair it to something like the supreme north face collabs because yeah. i think the way that supreme and north face like do the things that they do it goes well with each other and i think jill sander is like the perfect label for arcteryx to collab with because they're both more traditional they're both mm -hmm. more genderless and it's like yeah. it makes sense that they would go together I was going to say, I'm not paying $1,700 for a jacket. Yeah, that, that, that's the downside. Um, <laughs> the, Super uh, expensive. The price points were pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know much about Joe Sander, the brand, but as, if we just look at... So I know that the like two, I'm not sure if the creative director is the, the like, owners, but the, mm -hmm. the main two people involved are, like, it's like a husband and wife. Okay. And um, something I read about the collab, I think it was in the GQ article about it, was yeah. um, that they approached Arcteryx um, specifically just for like one item. And then yeah. from there, like they saw eye to eye on everything. So they decided to like open hmm. up to like the whole collection, which I thought was cool. And it's like, again, proves the point that like this is a collab that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the prices are a little outrageous. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, the I mean, Arc itself is not cheap at all, so I wasn't oh, expecting anything. But, um, no, I wasn't expecting, like, almost $2,000. That's, like, yeah. what? It's almost four times retail for a beta? Yeah. That's pretty wild stuff. I think I think there are, like, different materials and different design elements, but I'm not sure <laughs> what makes it that yeah. expensive. I, I'm looking on the website right now. The designs are super cool. I like the like sidewinder type um shell jacket as they call it but the $1700 not the $1800 shell jacket um the zipper is like offset kind of to the side i like that a lot i like all the little pockets on there the colors are just nice i saw a picture of a black one with the yellow uh hang tags yeah, and that was that was very cool. I don't see it on the website anymore. Everything's out of stock. At least the shell, whoa, at least the shell jackets are out of stock. Oh, but, really? They sold out. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, it doesn't surprise was, uh, me. What I was gonna say was, I this was a collab that I didn't think would have a lot of like aftermarket value. Yeah, well, um, 
most of them don't. That's another thing about the Gorp core, like scene in general, is that a lot of these things don't have resale. Yeah. Except for the shoes, but that, like that's different. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's it, I I found that really like interesting because like now ever ever since uh Travis posted in the uh the arc jacket, <laughs> I was yeah, I was kind of scared like that I would go yeah. on Grailed and see like ridiculous prices. <laughs> you and me both, brother. Yeah. <laughs> But um yeah, thankfully that didn't happen. But even if it does, I think there's like I honestly think there's two outcomes. Even if like it shoots up again, um, I think that the people that are buying these like will resell them for like way cheaper than they bought them for because they're just buying them for the logo and they don't really understand why they're priced at the price that they're at. So mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it'll flood the market with like pretty reasonably priced and pretty lightly used like shell jackets and things like that, mm-hmm. which I think could be a positive for like people who actually want to use them. Yeah. And uh, the other outcome is like, even if they buy them and they start using them, like more people will like go outside. So it's like, I mean, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. I only see like a positive in, in people getting into this like style. Yeah. I, I've talked about that with a few other guests, but just like, there's not a lot of room for posers in the scene, Yeah, you know? Like that video of the kid who's wearing like 12 Arcteryx betas is going around, um, which is pretty funny. But like, I think those are outliers. I don't think there's a lot of like city kids who wear Arcteryx every day. And like, I think there are people who own Arcteryx and don't wear it every day, but I don't think they're part of the Gorp Core scene. And also, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think they're part of the scene. Like anyone can own Arcteryx. I'm not going to gatekeep buying a rain jacket if you want to if you want to like say you're part of the scene and like try to act like you are about the lifestyle like i don't think there's a lot of posers because like it's hard to be a poser in that regard it's hard to be like oh yeah no i've been on a hike before and they're like oh yeah which one you're like you know it's around the north part of the state you've probably been to it we both know it like you you can't you can't get away with it like you can trying to be a poser and other little hobbies i feel like i feel like the uk boys don't play about that either i feel like if you were trying to pose in in britain it's (laughs) it wouldn't go well yeah i feel i don't know the culture there is just like more intense i think it's because they're also close to each other because it's such a small country yeah compared to the u.s like they all they've all like oh yeah i like met up with this guy for drinks or i like went on a, a little trip with it. i went on a walk with this guy like they can all like see each other so they can call your bluff pretty easily yeah it's like, i thought it was like interesting a... though in the uh i think it was the the last episode you did with the uh, fleas appreciation society yeah um that uh the difference between like how we see how like someone in the states sees like be, living in britain and going out like mm-hmm. stepping five steps out of your doorstep being in like (laughs) and how it's like kind of we see it the opposite and they see it the opposite you know what i mean so i just i thought i think that's really interesting that's like the way that we perceive each other yeah i mean because yeah because when i talk to those people they're like oh well you got all these national parks and like yo sounds on my bucket list i gotta go there like they're talking about that and i'm just like dude you take a train for like 30 minutes and you're out in the wilderness you know <laughs> even like what we were talking about before like they can go to a whole other country and like it's yeah easier yeah it's so much easier to get to italy than it is for us <laughs> to get there you know so no that, I, I definitely i agree kind of off topic, i just wanted to throw that out there 
Yeah. So something else off topic, since I'm on grilled right now because of you, um, <laughs> I'm, I just looked up the organic lab Solomon's on grilled. I don't see any that are going for retail or above. Cause he was like, when he started, when he made the shoes, he said, this is like a community project. Please don't resell them. Please like wear them and like, show me that you're destroying them. Cause that's what they're made for. Yeah. And the only ones I see, there's like one guy who said he bought the wrong size two guys were selling them. one of them he's selling for 157 dollars in a u.s seven and a half which is a steal because they were 220 retail yeah even regular xa pros i think are more than that let's talk about oh let's talk about the future let's talk about the future of um of you diego oh wait before we get into that i do have a question for you oh yes of course oh uh, what do you think about like kanye's style like recently because in my opinion, I see him moving towards like the Yeezy collections that I've seen. A lot of them mm. have a lot of like Gorp elements that I haven't seen that other designers have really tapped into. So I kind mm. of curious to see what you oh, think. Oh yes, about that. yes. An insider perspective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I would say I saw so that, actually something that really stuck out to me, his first listening party he did in Atlanta with um he was wearing like the full red outfit yeah i was there oh yeah you were yeah. there who else was there no one you know sorry never mind um <laughs> anyway one of my friends friends was there that was off topic but the full red fit he was wearing the shoes when i was watching the live stream because i didn't buy a ticket i could have <laughs> sworn that the shoes were like solomon's because they looked so much like some sort yeah i can i can probably look up like mercedes benz kanye fit <laughs> yeah okay here's a picture they're like orange and they've been they've been like hinted that they're gonna actually come out but they mm -hmm. looked a lot like um like an xa pro or some sort of like gore-tex shoe because like just a silhouette of them was very distinct right i don't know if, if you remember that or <laughs> it was very it was very it really stuck out to me for some reason um it honestly is what it looked like it looked like the and wander solomon collab um if you remember that it's just like mm -hmm. a shoe that basically doesn't have laces and it's just like one like mold yeah. it looks like it's been molded yeah um it looked a lot like that so uh yeah a lot of his fits are they are getting more and more gorp and he's always been like a very earth tone muted colors guy yeah. which is a very gorp thing to do but then I don't know. I could definitely see him like venturing into it. I've, I've never seen him like wearing anything other than Yeezy in the past year and a half. But yeah, but I mean, honestly, the, the way that I see like the direction that he's going with Yeezy, like I really see it as kind of like moving towards the, like an outdoorsy type of product, like the boots mm -hmm. The like, I remember he used to, he did those, like, I don't remember the number exactly, but the, the like military boots. Yeah. Really. And like a lot of the jacket silhouettes are like military-esque, but they're kind of like, I don't know, they're moving towards a more functional like. Yeah, gorp. he made he made the desert boot and there was another one. I know what you're talking about. It's not the same, yeah. but yeah, no, I agree. He's always, it's always been there. And like his designs are, um, I feel like some of the newer ones have like a nice tread on them too. Like even some of the like <clears throat> Yeezys that aren't desert boot. Have like a tread but anyway 
Yeah, definitely, definitely something to look out for. I haven't really thought too much about it. I've just, it's kind of just been in the back of my head of like, oh yeah, you know, he's just like like understood that he's Gorp influenced for sure. Uh, But I think that might come also with like living in Montana for a while and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. If living in, hearing about living in Oregon is anything, like Montana is pretty close to Oregon. So, I, I mean, people there might dress more gorpy. I didn't see anything when I've been up there to like Yellowstone and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but wouldn't surprise me. Let's move on to your future. Let's talk about some grails you have. Let's talk about where you see your style going, where you see just like fashion in general moving towards. What do you think? Um. I guess with my personal style, um, mm. it's always it's always changing. I mean, you've seen me like wear like fifty like million different things, and like <laughs> I feel like I'll just get into to to like a different style, um, but not fully commit to it and kind of mix it with other things, which is kind of what I'm doing right now with Gorp. Like you see mm. me with the Solomons and the released hem like Rick jeans, like the Solomons and jeans, a classic combo. Yeah, it's honestly an iconic Diego collab (laughs) but just like um i feel like it's it's my style is going to keep moving in like a a direction Mm. that's it's more functional i think that's something that i'm seeing more now uh with the clothes that i buy all of them have a purpose i'm not just Mm -hmm. like spending like a lot of money on a t-shirt for no reason that i'm gonna wear like twice yeah um I do, I think there will be a point probably where my entire closet is secondhand um, mm. or like beaten up by me. Yeah. Uh, because something that like, I know we like joke about it a lot, but like wearing your shoes and like wearing your clothes, like it's oh, something yeah. that I really have like taken a heart. So just kind of like beating up the clothes I have now and moving in, in a more sustainable direction. Definitely. No, I, I agree. I feel like, I've said it before that I don't want to buy an and wander jacket or pants. Cause like, they're so expensive and yeah. I just kind of like, I, I, um, what's the word? I just kind of treat my clothes like shit. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I don't, they're clothes. And I know that like, you know, I enjoy them. I don't want to destroy them, but I, I'm not going to not do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to not wear my Arcteric. Oh, I'm not going to not wear my Arcteryx pants in the woods because they might get a, a, a cut in them or they might like get dirt on them or something. Because like they're supposed to be used like that. And like, yeah, I have a giant hole on my Adam AR. Well, that was not because I was being dangerous because I was just being an idiot and I was cooking <laughs> with it on. But there's like. <laughs> I got to wash it too. There's blood on it from something. I don't even know where that, how that got on there, but I, I had to, I had to ask some people how to wash it. Cause I know it's a very particular way, but yeah, just stuff like that, where I probably don't take as good of care as my gear as I should have, but it is gear at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. It's made like a year. Those, uh, those white XT sixes you haven't been to like hell and back. Oh my uh, God. They're Brown XT sixes yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Those, those are real messed up honestly my um my nova blast that i got the like a fixed a6 nova blast yeah and um my what are they called the organic lab shoes aren't messed up either uh 
I think I've just worn them. Like they had so much mud on them. I wore them in uh, the Badlands, maybe. I wore them somewhere where they got super muddy. And then the next day they it rained and they got all washed off and they kind of just self-clean, which is nice. <laughs> That's the ideal situation is I don't ever have to clean my shoes. I think it's it's funny because I think both of us, when we were in like the Supreme era, we're like, can't crease the shoes, can't like. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So like the the transition to us now being like, yeah, I want to beat the shit out of my clothes. Like, yeah, <laughs> cool. definitely, definitely. And I think it does also lead to like, I don't want more Supreme, you know? Yeah. I'm out of the game. I don't want to I don't want to spend seventy five dollars on a T-shirt anymore because like I'm wearing no. a Carhartt. I'm wearing a Carhartt tee right now because it's gonna last forever. I got it from uh Jiwon actually. Shout out, shout out Jiwon. Shout out clothes. to Jiwon. That's that's the big friend of the uh the guest and the the pod. Yeah, big friend of the guest and the pod. Yeah, he's cool. But um I you know, I, I like the Carhartt, I like the the workwear stuff, kind of like you do as well. I just want clothes out of last that I can I'm not afraid to be outside it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, if we're gonna mentality. if we're gonna buy something at this point, we need the veterans discount. For real, man. I bought. <laughs> Wait, let me show you. I know it's great for a podcast to show things on camera, but <laughs> I'm going to show you. My my last Supreme purchase probably ever is this um, Pucci, Emilio Pucci box logo tee. I don't know if you have That's, your camera on here, if you can see it, but yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's nice. I've never, I barely, I barely wear it, which is sad because <laughs> I wore it a lot like the first month that I had it, but then I have so many like beige and <laughs> red and green shirts i'm like yeah, i should wear those too um yeah but i got that because i had never like kept a supreme box logo i've only gotten like two or three ever in my career of being a supreme <laughs> reseller yeah. but i never kept any of them because i wanted to resell and this one was like it was a cool enough design there was like two different colors that i would like okay i could there was like a black one there was instead of that's a gray shirt with like the blue box logo i wanted the black with the blue box logo and I was like, the gray or the black would be cool. So I just, I try to buy it manually. It's like, if I don't get it, I don't get it. Who cares? Um, but I did get it. And now it's just something I have in my closet is like a goodbye piece. That and then my like, um, this is a little a little peek into my life. I have an MC Escher painting I got from a Goodwill. And I just oh, nice. covered it. The I've covered the edges of it in Supreme stickers. Like yeah, I, all. You've had that for a minute. I've had it since freshman year and Good I've just year. covered it in all the stickers that I can. Um, I think it's done. I don't think I'm ever going to get another <laughs> thing from Supreme unless like they do a collab with Arcteryx and they do a really cool box logo, then I'll try to buy it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's done and I'm okay with that, but it's just like moving a little on. part of my life. Yeah. Just moving on. Uh, what, were, what were we talking about? The future? Yeah, Supreme? I don't even know. Who cares? Let's talk about Sneakerella. Have you seen the trailer for that? Oh my god, I saw it on Twitter. I like I couldn't get past like the first 20 seconds. Like I just had to close it. I watched I okay, I didn't watch it with audio on, <laughs> but I watched it. And what I got from seeing it was it's a kid who makes a pair of sneakers that are so powerful <laughs> that like that he he has to throw them away or like everything <laughs> like he makes a pair of sneakers that are so powerful that everything that he ever wanted happens to him but then he realizes he doesn't need them or something i don't know that's what i got from the trailer no audio again um, <laughs> but that's just wild like disney's really just making 
anything. No, the uh, the like the Disney like executives right now have to be like, I mean, they're in shambles. Like the ideas <laughs> that they've been coming out are just like disgusting. Did you see? I don't know if you're a Marvel head. I'm not really because I watch anime <laughs> instead. <laughs> but um, it's one or the other. Yeah, it's honestly it's genders. I, Marvel head. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel or anime? Yeah. No, I, I made it. I came up with a tweet um, that I never posted. It's in my drafts, and it says, "You either like anime or you have a boat," and there's they're extremely mutually <laughs> no, exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, the Marvel will release like twelve shows at once. If you don't know, for like Disney Plus, they'll be like, "Here, here's yeah. our next phase." It's like twelve shows all gonna be released in the next like six months, and you're like, "Oh my god, that's way too much content. That's way too <laughs> much stuff." Like, how how do you have this many ideas? And with Marvel, I can understand because it's like just recycling comic book stuff that's already been written but for all these different shows like disney originals no yeah it's just like i was actually talking about this with my brother the Mm -hmm. like uh it seems like they're too scared to commit to anything Mm -hmm. so they're just like pumping out whatever they can think of yeah yeah without having to like really spend too much time on like a story Mm -hmm. or like even just like a budget for a show they just kind of just slap something and then just like call it a series absolutely no like this is a sentiment i've had for a while ever since honestly i had it and it wasn't so strong until the lion king remake where they're like they're just taking old movies and making them live action or like yeah cg or like they're changing them in so drastically i think aladdin was also another uh breaking point for me because like the you're taking yeah, the Will Smith genie <laughs> really destroyed my spirit. Where like you're taking a beloved movie that was animated because animation can show the whimsy of it so much better. Exactly. And then you make it live action where like you can't mess with proportion, you can't mess with like the colors, it's not as vibrant. Like I don't think there's no songs in the new Lion King, right? I, I, I didn't see it. But I didn't see it either. I think, I, but I do know they cast Beyonce as somebody. Yeah. So I assume she probably sang something at one point. I'm look it up. But yeah, I definitely agree with you in terms of like those remakes. Like the Tarzan one, they tried to make like a gritty, like, I don't even know, like an adventure movie kind of situation. And they spent a lot of money on it, but it was just a complete failure. Like Margot was Robbie the, was in it, I think. The Riverboat movie? No, it was it was Tarzan. A Tarzan? They they remade a Tarzan. It was like so bad that like I don't think they even like recovered the the budget. Tarzan live action. Oh my yeah. gosh! The Legend of Tarzan. Tribute. Oh, that was made by Warner Bros. Though. Oh okay. That wasn't Disney. I'm sorry. But I have to yeah, fact sorry, check you. This a, is a facts only podcast. There's no opinion. Not a here. Disney adult. I don't. I don't keep. keep <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm not either. Um. Yeah, there's also the the Dwayne the Rock. It's like it's based on a ride at Disney called the River Safari, which is literally just like you just go it's through. Just like a boat. You just like go through, <laughs> just like, a, a boat. Ride. River Safari movie. Jungle Cruise. It's called the Jungle Cruise. That's right. Is it coming out? It has a six point six on IMDb. This one just looked like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I watched the trailers for it. And it just looked like the worst thing ever. Anytime um, you see Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a titular role, you know it's going to be some bullshit. Like, they're <laughs> never going to put anything into it. Isn't he going to be a Marvel hero? Isn't he going to be Black Adam? I have no idea. I know that they cast him as, like, a, 
I saw that Netflix, the Netflix thing. They cast him as like a Soviet guy. Really? You know I haven't seen about? that. He's in every dude. His IMDb page is probably stacked. I gotta go look at this. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy because he just like has not improved. Like I feel like his performances <laughs> are all the same. He's like the Nicolas Cage of our generation where he just says yes to everything. He's completely typecast as like <laughs> strong hero and he just doesn't say no to anything. Wait, wait, what is it? You said it was... Even, okay, but even Nick Cage, like this year he came out with that movie Pig, which I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's, he's moved past that point, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson seems to just be Dwayne The Rock Johnson and like refuses to try yeah. anything else. That's true. He it's more like a um like an action movie type guy. Like there's always an action movie guy for every generation of Hollywood. And yeah. I think he's the new action movie guy. You know, like I can just name like uh like Mark Wahlberg. Is he in other stuff? I don't know. <laughs> every time I hear his name, I just think about that time that he was like, if I was on that plane on 9-11, it would have gone down different. Wait. <laughs> wait 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 this sounds familiar mark you know wahlberg. what i'm talking about was that him or was that matt damon no it was mark wahlberg i'm hold on i'm looking this up yeah yeah i'm looking it i'll up read too. it for you i know that quote i didn't know it was mark wahlberg though if i was all i'm saying is if i was on that plane yeah like there would have been a little bit more fighting back or something oh my yeah, gosh so this is what he said so mark wahlberg yeah. claims he would have stopped the 9-11 terrorist attack and so this is the tweet. He said, if I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have gone down like it did. There would have been a lot of blood in that first class cabin. Oh, my God. Like, come on, dog. Like, That's every insane. Every time I hear his name, I just think about that because it's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, on the So when you look up Mark Wahlberg, at least for me, uh, one of the most common, like, people also ask questions is, do people confuse Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> And then his his Wikipedia page, the first line say, blah, blah, former stage name Marky Mark is an American actor, producer, businessman, and former rapper born in Boston in 1971. In his youth, he committed multiple racially charged assaults. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mark Wahlberg beat up like a bunch of Asian people. Yeah, Vietnamese people. He hated the Vietnamese. Why? Uh, and, and like beat them. He wasn't even around during Vietnam, was he? 16-year-old Wahlberg assaulted a middle-aged Vietnamese-American man, calling him a bad word and knocking him unconscious with a large wooden stick. He then attacked another person, punching him in the eye. He was arrested. He told the police officers, I'll tell you now, that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, Look at the... Um... What the fuck? So on his Wikipedia... Uh-huh. Right under legal issues, the first thing read read uh-huh. that first sentence. Oh my god! We can't say that out loud, yeah. But just fifteen-year-old Mark Wahlberg and three friends chase around three black children while yelling, um, the N-word, and throwing rocks at them. The next day, he followed a group of mostly black fourth graders, including one of the victims from the previous day, and yelled racial epithets at them and threw rocks and summoned other white males who joined in the harassment, like pulling them from the earth with his <laughs> eyes rolled back in his head. A civil action was filed against Wahlberg for violating the civil rights of his victims, and the case was settled the next month. How did it settle? My God. 
That's insane. He's a he's racist. Like no, he's yeah, a he's bad racist. This is insane. I didn't know there was that many. I don't know. He was such a. I thought it was like just one or two. I didn't know it was a repeat. Like throughout his entire life. <laughs> no, he's a yeah, he's a he's a repeat offender. Yeah. In 2014, so what? Seven years ago. Um. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. One individual attacked by him. Opposed the pardon. Yeah, yeah. Wahlberg yeah. has never acknowledged the racial nature of his crimes and that pardoning Wahlberg would undermine his charity work, saying a formal... Oh, Aiden is listening. Aiden is listening to me talk about this and he just texted me from the other room and he said, don't forget Mark paid money to journalists to kill that story. I've been telling people about this for months. <laughs> I've been telling people about this for months. He paid money to journalists come, to kill the story. Come to the mic, come to the mic, talk about it. Put okay. this in your put this in your ear so you can hear your voice. So I can hear my voice. Yeah, yeah. Speak into the mic. Okay, Mark Wahlberg is a bad, bad guy. How old was he when he did it? Uh, fifteen. The first time was fifteen. The first, That's yeah, the first reported incident. <laughs> like Absolutely. if you're if you're like eight, you've uh, been that like taught that by your parents, and it's like I can forgive that. But he's he's fifteen. Uh-huh. And he's throwing rocks. Yeah, 1986 too. I feel like that's a little too far past the civil rights movement to still look like. <laughs> I feel much. like. Almost any time you're throwing rocks at someone and using a slur, yeah, there's it's almost indefensible. <laughs> well, actually, why did I say almost? <laughs> I can forgive a little bit of that, like twenty percent. Yeah, like two rocks. Any more than two is not good. You're saying that he paid a journalist to like, like he bribed them to not talk about it. Yeah, he tried to bury the story. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Aiden. Is, is it recorded video? No, it's not. It's no video. Yeah, Mark. Mark's actually one of the good guys. <laughs> Sorry, bad guys. <laughs> My parents have been telling me some weird stuff. Lately. <laughs> well, thank you, Aiden, for that. Um, this is enough, just on the, enough on the Wahlberg train. Um, I don't know what else to talk about after that. But I'm like, <laughs> my mind is just racing thinking about it. Racist. My mind is racist thinking about it. No, yeah, that's that's got to be the wildest Wikipedia like intro that I've ever seen in my life. That's crazy. He's famous. Like he's a famous person. Was he affected by the Me Too movement at all? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But anyway, I'm writing down Mark Wahlberg in my notes so I can title the episode something about him because that's actually I don't know if that'll sell well. But anyway, <laughs> okay, I got I got to get off of that. We got to talk about trees and islands more. We got to talk about trees and islands. Okay, <clears throat> do you follow anyone else besides me? In the trees and nylon scene, or in the, um, <laughs> do you follow anyone else in the in the Gorb Core scene? I recently followed someone that you had on the pod, Backcountry Archives. Oh yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, super super sick uh, feed. Absolutely. If you like him and you want content like it, Rust Quarry also is super good. Um, kind of same vibe of just like scans of pictures and. Also, High Mountain High does like exclusively like uh, ads and magazines and stuff like that that he uh, scans prints of. And that's a really sick page too for just like vintage ads and stuff like that. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, shout out to those guys. I think I shouted them out last pod or a couple pods ago. I don't know. I'll shout him out again because he still only has 215 followers, High Mountain High. And then Russ Quarry has like, 294 so they deserve much more they're doing some great work out there sorry they don't 
go camping in the Peak District, British followers. I'm talking to you. Got him. Gatekeeping? SMH. Couldn't be me. Actually, it is me quite often. (laughs) 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 I gatekeep. This is the gatekeep podcast most of the time. Talk, let's talk about Hidden. Oh, let's talk about Hidden. I feel like you have the same opinion on, of him as me. Most people that I talk to don't know who he is, but I have a very strong opinion. Do you know who he is? Let's hear your opinion. I do. What do you think? You know what I what think. What do you think? It's your podcast. Let's what go. do I think? I mean, I, have, I talk about this every single episode. Hidden is just like a poser. Yeah, I'm going to say it. It's Come, come out and like say it. it. I'm not a, like it. I'm not a fan. I, I'm not a fan. It's the same category as um, the guy that I make fun of a lot, Osh. Yeah, yeah, Undercover Osh. Undercover Osh. He, no, the, the account that I like, I, I like, I loathe is uh, Osh Fitz. Okay, okay. So he has like these like multiple personalities that he just like posts a bunch of just like nonsense. And it's like, it's not cohesive at all. And it's just like, uh-huh. I don't know. I really, I really don't like those type of pages because, I mean, I get it that it's supposed to be like a mood board, but it's like, it doesn't really convey any, it's like the most bland type of content that you could post. Yeah. I think when I'm, I'm looking at, um, Osh fits right now and what makes it what I think when I look at it, so bland, sorry, I had a burp. What makes it so bland is that, um, it's like it's so incohesive like he's got a picture of like a who is this johnny depp and penelope cruz and then he's got like a pair of dunks right the off-white dunks specifically and then he's got like architecture which those maybe could fit together but they're all like different like one of them is like old-time movie vibe it's like its own thing you know it's very that's like that's its own thing the dunks thing is its own thing like they, they they don't fit well together he's got a picture of Andy Warhol wearing Isimiyaki sunglasses. Like he's mixing a lot of like archive, archive photo, like old movie vintage, and then also like Gorpcore and also fleece and also streetwear and also like the New York style and also LA style. And all, like it, it's too much. <laughs> I understand <laughs> what you're saying. It's way too much. That's all in like one scroll down his page. You get yeah. all of that. Yeah, that, I, I agree. That's just way too much. I think. I don't want to give Hidden any credit, but a man can only see so many dunks and like <laughs> flat, flat bottom, like, you know, what I'm talking about the, the, the Reebok, whatever the Eames one they came out with. I don't even yeah. know what that means. I just see everyone posting them. The I'm a Leon Dore, uh, New Balance 550s. Like I can only see so many of those before I am fed up with you. Exactly. And actually going through Hidden's page, I had no credit because they're also all over the place. Like they just posted, what even is this? Some crazy boot, Bottega. Yeah, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it's just shit posting. They're just shit posting clothes. It's just shit posting. That's what yeah. it like turned into. But the original, uh-huh. so I've always hated the Auschwitz account. But what, <laughs> course, what, uh, what it started as was, it started as Fitz, right? Like that makes sense that's what the mm-hmm. t- like the username is about and what really made me hate like even going on instagram was seeing like 
all the fits that were being posted, I mean, you could click on all of their profiles and I feel like none of them had any sort of individuality. Like everybody mm-hmm. just had the same, it was like very cookie cutter. And it made yeah. me like, and it seemed like all of them wanted to be featured on this page. So it yeah. was like they were gearing their content specifically for like this type of um, like mood board. And it just, to mm-hmm. me, like, it just sucks all the fun out of it because it's like you just want to yeah. be somebody else. If we're going to talk like, about it like that, we can bring up the Throwing Fits community as well because – Oh, man. Now, you and me were talking about this earlier, and I don't want to put them too much on blast because yeah. <clears throat> James and Lawrence are the hosts for anyone who is un, un, un What's the word? Unaware. Unacquainted. Unaware. Unacquainted. Uninitiated is what I was looking for. And so – We'll talk about, I have issues with both of them. Or <laughs> We'll talk about uh, James first. Um, I think he knows a lot about style and fashion and like he's been in the industry for so long and he knows way too much to dress the way that he does. James is the uh, the one that I said earlier in the, the group chat. Yeah, right? yeah. You said there was a fit that he posted that made you want to, <laughs> wait, let's see. I can pull it up. Commit a war crime. (laughs) That's what it was. It made you want to commit a war crime. And like maybe one out of every 10 outfits he posts, I enjoy. And I know he says his style is if you know, you know, type beat. But like, basically, I think that's kind of bullshit. Cause like, (laughs) you're basically, he's just dressing like a hype beast, but like he knows about our legacy instead of Supreme. It's just like a different type of hype beast. And he's wearing like capital instead of Kith. Like, that's really all it is, you know? I, right. I just think there's, like, a few on here that are nice where he's wearing, like, an orange top, and then he's got orange shoes and, like, a, a, a navy fit. You know, he's got the leather pants on in this one. That's not good. Um, and, again, this is all opinion, and I my yeah. opinion doesn't matter, just to state that very bluntly, because I do respect him as a creator and as, like, a human. I just think his fits are kind of trash. No, um, it's very clear that he's knowledgeable about what he's – posting about and what he's yeah. talking about so i think this is the credit that we could give to him that we can't give to someone <laughs> yeah that's true that's true it, he knows it, a lot he's been in, he's been around it like a long like i can't remember when him and lawrence first got into it but they've been around it for a majority of their lifetime yeah you know? and like i mean you see the pieces and like he doesn't know how to put them together but like he knows like he knows about the pieces so it's yeah. like you know, yeah, and that's that's what matters. So I I don't I don't hate this guy. I love the podcast. I listen to it. Please come on the pod and defend yourself. But um, yeah, yeah, that's just my take. But then Larry, the other guy in the pod, I don't really have anything bad to say about his style because it is pretty like preppy New York coastal elite type beat. But at the same time, it is unique. He puts his own little spin on it. I like most of his outfits that he puts on, even if I wouldn't wear them. Um, pretty cohesive. But at the same time, he has spawned a monster that keeps multiplying. Yeah. Larry clones and on the I throwing fits page. His um the like there was one fit pick that like ruined the culture, and it was he was wearing loafers and an arc jacket. Oh no. And it Wait, was I... <laughs> it was like when I saw it, I mean he put it the way that he put it together, uh-huh. it was like respectable. And like if I saw that, I'd be like, Yeah, that's a really good fit. And like he obviously knows what he's doing. But I just yeah. know that that's going to inspire like some of the worst stuff that I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I see that he's wearing. Okay, okay, well, this is actually done really well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, it's 
it's a nice fit, but I just I'm I'm scared of what it could lead to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to even direct people. 114 index commented on it and said the juxtaposition is so pleasing. I've been thinking about this fit all day. <laughs> it is wild because it's like he's wearing loafers, he's wearing like a bootcut jean, like a dark denim. And then he's got like a light mohair sweater that like a light, like a light yellow, like a pale yellow. And then he's got a yellow Arcteryx beta. Might even be a theta on top of it. With some uh, sunglasses. With some sunglasses. And it's like, you can see the snow behind him. So it's snowy. So he, he can be yeah. wearing it. But like, it is just a wild fit. I think I've worn my loafers and Arcteryx as well. Let's see when he did it. He did it 40 weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I did it that. I don't think I had Arcteryx 40 weeks ago. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's uh, interesting. But anyway, the Larry clone. If you go to the Throwing Fits um, page, they do like a, a fit, fit Friday. It might be on their story. Oh, I think it is. That's, real, that's a real shame. Unless it's not. Is it here? Yeah, it is. Fit God Friday where every single person kind of just dresses the same and it's because they listen to the show and they like they're doing it because they know they'll get on the show if they do it but it's just like i i just can't i can't bring myself to like the pictures anymore because they all look the same yeah you know it's it's like a, just another like version of the Auschwitz like mentality yeah it's like i know this I know this sells. I know like this will probably get me on if I wear my like my Bodet and then my my loafers with my Patagonia baggies. Yeah. I'll probably get on. And it's just like, damn, dress like yourself. Like you yeah. don't it, it's fine to listen to these guys because they know a lot, but like take that and then do whatever you want. Like I got a pair of loafers because I saw so many fits that Larry was wearing where he looked good in them. Cause I was like, I don't know if I like that look. I kind of like a more like tactical, rugged type beat whenever I even in like um, more dressed up clothes, I still like, you know, the dark greens and the dark blues and the blacks. Yeah. Um, and actually L.L.Wood is a really good example of someone who does it well, but that's another, that's just a shout out to him. He doesn't need, he's got like 68K, but <clears throat> he's an inspiration. But um, yeah, I, I saw him wearing that and it kind of just like led me into the right direction. But a lot of these kids are like, oh, loafers and Patagonia baggies. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll throw that on with like a button up and then I'll get on the Friday Fit Pick post. And it's like, damn, I really, there was a, there was a barbecue they did up in New York um, in like a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was in July, honestly, which is still a few months ago, but whatever. Um and I just looking at their stories they were posting where like literally every person was wearing the same thing. It's like, God damn, that's wild. You have, it's crazy. You have such a cool cultural effect, but at the same time, like these kids are not thinking for themselves, which yeah. you can't control. And I think they do want people to think for themselves, but it's just funny to, to watch that happen. But anyway, now I that I've come for every potential ally. <laughs> <laughs> Something uh, that I think like now that I'm really like, um, kind of going in depth on their Instagrams. I think like clones, Instagram clones is something that's like inevitable with any sort of fashion yeah. direction. Like, Definitely. I mean, there's the, the Tyler, uh, the creator's mm -hmm. influence is like something that's incredibly obvious when you look at these people, some of these fits. Yeah. And it's like, there's just different types of, of the same, same thing. Yeah. I mean, if a, if a style is popular, you're going to get clones. 
And something that I like about the, well, I don't know how I feel about it actually. In the Gorb community, like there's not a lot of like variation because it is a type of dress that is very much for like one type of thing, which is going outside. Right. So like, which you makes can sense choose, for it to be uniform. Yeah, like you can choose your Arcteryx jacket color and you can choose your pants color and you can choose La, La Sportiva or Solomon. But like there's not a ton of variation as far as like actually going outside. But like if you're going out on the town, maybe you can like mix it in a little bit, but there isn't as much room for experimentation when it's like, I need to go actually hiking, which might be a downfall of the community because I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't find myself like I actually, that's a lie. I wear fleeces out all the time and fleeces i'm wearing one right now and fleeces are definitely um part of like the style but i don't know it is it's a weird situation because it isn't fully fashioned and it isn't fully function it's kind of just a mix i think mixing it's like a thing where you can mix with different things it's more of an element to your style than just the whole style itself in my opinion yeah and i mean maybe some people don't really want to be like stylish you know maybe they just want to go outside and hike really well um i know I've, I've talked to some people who well i would say like most of the people who come on the pod have talked about like yeah i was into cl- i was into clothes or i was into sneakers before um before like i got into gorp and then i got into it and it's like a whole new scene but like i'm i'm still like trying to mix in like i know archive drift kyle was talking about like I want to mix in my Montclair. I want to mix in my like Jordans. I want to do this. Yeah. But I mean, there's gotta be people that just like don't care. <laughs> and then they just want to go outside all the time, which is, you know, more yeah. power to them. It's the ideal lifestyle. Yeah. The ideal lifestyle, just living in the woods, no one around you, no electricity, no Instagram anymore. <laughs> That's the dream being away from the algorithm. I think I texted you that I sent the email or the, yeah, the email. Let's see. 1243. You edit these, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Heavily, heavily edited. I was about to say, I didn't hear the, uh, the loose change intro. I was kind of hoping for that live. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, fine. Because <laughs> I, I, I knew it was a Zoom call. I've never done one yeah, of these yeah. before, so I just wasn't sure if it was like a live situation. The last one we no, did no, was no. Long. The last night it was what? The last, uh, the last pod that i was on was yours but it was a the different uh oh two people talking yeah is that let me see (laughs) i might i might leave this part in if it's still out there and people gonna go listen to it oh but definitely people say my name oh yeah my real name i think it's gone because the website is down might be for the Mm. best (laughs) Were you, you were on an episode of that that was like two years ago that i did that i was yeah how was it it was a, it was a good experience it was the first time being on a podcast it was cool how would you but how would you compare your experience from then to now i did enjoy like being in the room with you and like that kind of helped the conversation flow yeah we could have but, done um, that we could have done that um this time i didn't know you yeah, were I, just, I, I forgot to say that i was here but um <laughs> yeah it's you you're like hosting has improved a lot like even just like listening to it like mm-hmm. the way that you like it's more articulate now 
Yeah, I think one of the big things was when I started this one was I wanted to, uh, I wanted to have like an actual format. In my previous podcast endeavor, I didn't really have a format. It was kind of just me sitting down with my friends and talking about whatever. I would try to have like a theme of it. Like each episode is named like blank with blank. So like I have an episode with Avinash called Hype Beasts. And we just talked about Hype Beasts, you know? Or we tried to, and obviously we got to talk. But I think... <laughs> I feel like I feel like having an actual format of like there's two sections and there's three sub subsections per section is like right. very helpful. And then obviously we talk for like an hour after anyway of just like Mark Wahlberg and, <laughs> <laughs> and hidden for just like an hour. Or so I feel like honestly the first two sections are kind of like a build up to like get a rapport going and then we can just yeah. talk about whatever after that. Honestly, which I don't really need for you because I've known you for like. 12 years but yeah. uh it's, it's very helpful it's very helpful well do you have anything else to add oh shout out some uh some accounts throw throw out some people that you like they don't have to be gorp at all uh, oh yeah I think for sure nice to um, diversify some of my audience's taste in clothes or anything like that shout out to psych archives one more time uh oh yeah yeah the revival is coming soon the account's is been it? dead since april but um <laughs> I've been curating a lot, uh, some fleeces, so a lot of stuff your audience might be into. Uh, definitely okay. go check that out. Let me get his. Well, one more okay. time. Shout out to G One. That's the yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here out, in Georgia, uh, he's got a sick store in Duluth. It's mm-hmm. always good vibes in there. They always have really cool pieces. So shout yeah. out to G One. At G One's clothes, and uh, shout is, out to that, my. Oh, that, let me let me. It's. J I W A N T S, like G wants clothes, but continue. Yes, exactly. And uh, another quick shout out to my friend Brandon, and his clothing account is called Clothes We Found in a Heist. Ah, I don't know about this one. Definitely go check that out. Um, I know it's he has a growth link. Most of the business is done through DMs. I know it seems shady, but promise he's a good guy. Ships out quickly. It's uh, it's always good vibes from him. So shout Those out to Brandon. Yeah, shout out to Brandon for real. They got some cool pieces over there. Oh, did you buy your uh, 2C billiard sweater from there? No, I didn't. We got that at the same time, which is kind of funny. Oh, but nice. uh, I did get that uh, mohair cardigan. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a real, I'm looking at his, his real page. He's a real Avery Ginsburg yeah Uh, clone (laughs) not clone. (laughs) i don't know the word type avery ginsburg type both like cooler tattoos yeah man he put me onto the the ranchers the wrangler ranchers oh yeah it's a good pen shout out to wrangler shout out to wrangler shout out to the ranchers for real um oh and i mean we uh, gotta shout him out the uh we mentioned him before when you were talking about the previous endeavor, but got to give a shout out to our friend, Avi. Oh, yes. Post once in a blue moon, but. <laughs> Probably Avinash. Has po- he has one post up. <laughs> <laughs> he deleted all his other ones. Um, Avinash is A-V-I-N-A-S-H. Uh, I think he's probably private. I don't think he'll accept he's your follow question. You, um, you can try. You can try. And uh, you know what you're getting. That's the OG Chelsea Boot Warrior. 
Absolutely. Avinash is still rocking Chelsea boots in 2021. Yeah, shout out to the boy. <laughs> um, uh, I shouted out L.L.Wood. Cool guy. Uh, he says, military fashion and Levi's. And that's, I think that's pretty, pretty good. Um, shout out Hidden. Shout out Hidden. Yeah, for sure. Everyone go, really? It's super underrated. underground. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. Super though. underground. Got 19K posts. So you can probably just scroll through it for days. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you'll never get bored. You'll just see like dunks and cars and like, and like cause toys probably. Um, High Mountain High and Russ Quarry. I have also shouted out on this pod. I'll, I'll just double down on that. They're both super cool. If you don't listen to Throwing Fits podcast, different lane than mine, but still super funny guys. Very good hosts. Much better than me. And um, good pod all around. So go go check it out. So Diego or Diego Kiros with two eyes on Instagram. Thank you for coming on today. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, man, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And hopefully we will talk again before like uh, next year this time. I'll talk to you later. All right.